see you. You don't hear me? I hear you, but you're not really. It doesn't register much. I'm looking no, at it. it's not. It's not doing. Dave it. never registers much. But okay. it's picking up. Trust me. I always got Mike. This mic isn't very potent. It's very limp right now. It's very limp. It's not impotent. It's not impotent. It's not impotent. Not impotent. It's not potent at all. Well, impotent and potent are it's a, It's impotent. Have you know I am potent? There, like, there, there's not, nothing ain't, nothing bouncing. Hang on. Try that. No, he's 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 on. I can hear him. I hear that. Even that didn't register that yeah, much. It did. Yeah, yeah but it's you. not. It's not you. I can't peg you anymore, man. It's it's. Well, I'm gonna get hiss. I don't know, because I'm already in a danger zone there. Danger zone. Check one two. You're Do good. Do we all sound the same? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, we're. All right. I don't know. Yeah. Some of us sound less intelligent. All right. This is Anthony Spey, artist on DC Comics New Year's Evil and Crimes of Passion, as well as Lady Death and Xenoscope Comics, and you're listening to Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Hi, I'm Paul. Hi, Hi Paul. Paul. I am joined by Dave the Mad Hatter, Jimmy Kimmel Almost Live, and Lemon Merengue Imperial Josh. Sure. All right. All right. So we are going to talk about uh, many things on this podcast, but most importantly, we're going to talk about uh, comic books. And comic books that came out on, I have no, wait. June third, for for most of them. Second for all the DC stuff. Do we have to? All right. So so just because I know it annoys you, I'm gonna bring it up week after week. Do you want to get out of the way first, or wait till we get to DC, or wait till we get to Meteor? Well, we'll give you the choice. Are you, or are you just gonna pitch throughout the entire podcast every opportunity? All right. Get? So so it's a good thing <laughs> we, we did go. not strap <laughs> in. <laughs> So the the following views are not shared by the Comic Book Rehab podcast and are strictly that of Paul the Maestro Sermon. So Friday, DC dropped yet another bomb. Every time I get an email from DC on a Friday, it's never good news. Never. Uh, my heart sinks every time I see an email from them, especially on a Friday. You, what about when they said Bendis is coming? That was that, those were two big ads. My 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 those ads though your heart dropped. Yeah, it's like it's just oh, um. So it's never it's never good news. He is rumored to be taking over the Flash after uh, after the current run. Just well, then I fully support the boycott. <laughs> wow. So um. DC has uh, severed their ties with Diamond Comic Distributors um, after their long-standing relationship. Uh, and I immediately got phone calls from other stores. Um, so Friday was a complete wash and was just 
why are they doing this? What are, you know, what are they doing this to, uh, for us, what it means is, you know, we, we have pull box and we have people online doing stuff and now DC won't be on there. Uh, it'll screw with our subscription, with our point of sale system that we are using. Um, DC's suggestion was that I go with another system that's going to cost me a hundred to 150 a month after my big upfront fees. Should have switched over to it when you had the chance. Well, I still can. Um, that's their suggestion. I'm not sure that's the right way to go because we were making Comic Suite and um, uh, Pullbox work for us. Pullbox works great. Um, you know, and, and we were finally getting there. Well, pullbox so, is um, a diamond thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's a yeah, diamond so. thing. So right now, my response from DC distributor Midtown Comics was um, uh, they currently have no uh, process of working with Comic Suite, but they they're working. They, they don't work with the other one yet. Only the uh, other side, Lunar, they uh, which is DB, DCBS, um, they work with them. The reason most distributors are very, or most comic stores are very pissed about this is because they're owned by two highly discounted online retailers. They're not a distribution company, they're competition. So, uh, surprise, surprise, on the distribution site of Midtown, UCS, I think is what they're called, um, their website for us retailers is pretty crappy. Have you ever actually been on Midtown's actual website? Uh, it's yeah, pretty crappy. This is worse it, because they don't they don't have they don't have um, they don't have uh, 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 images for the books that we're supposed to put an order in for. Which of course the the thing is is if there's a variant cover and we don't see the cover most stores aren't going to order it or order heavy on it. We don't know what the cover looks like. Yeah. Mid Midtown's Midtown comics is about as bad as, um, mile high. The, uh, the comic book rehab website. <laughs> and that's, well, that's pretty something. bad. That's saying that's something. Bad. But, but Chuck Rosansky actually wrote a really good, uh, article on oh, this yeah? whole thing. Oh yeah. It's really good. I shouldn't say mile high isn't bad. It's, was it written as Chuck or was it written as Ooh, uh, uh, Charlize or whatever? Yeah, no, it was written as Chuck. Okay, yeah. I, was just, I was just. It wondering. was literally one of the better things I've seen Chuck write. Um, I I follow him on Facebook just for the old picture he pictures he posts of like his flea market days. Oh yeah, which are slightly different than yours because you know the books that he had, we all could retire ten times over on now. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah, and um. Look, I've I've had many a conversations with Chuck um, th throughout the years, and I've known Chuck for um, pretty many years now. And um, you know, he he has a well written um, letter, and, and and it was about the sale he was doing, and the secret code word was DC sucks. So the rumor the rumor mill is there was a lot of negotiations going on between diamond and DC because our contract was up. Evidently diamond was losing a lot of money on DC. Uh, they had a pretty sweet deal. So they diamond was losing money. So the thought process 
is that Diamond was maybe trying to not lose money on their stuff on the renegotiation. And DC kept putting stuff off, asking for this, asking for that, which I believe was all of the retailers information on what they had on Diamond. Because when I filled out my account, they knew everything. They had, they had it all. They're like, okay, your discount's going to be the same as it was on Diamond, which is this, and it's going to be, you're going to have this as your payment plan, which is my same stuff as Diamond. And the only way they would know that is if they got that info from Diamond, because I didn't give it to them. They knew it already. Uh, there was a couple other things with Midtown that what they asked for was... So, not good. So was, do you I was think, really pissed off. Do you think, and this is this just thought rolling around my head do you think this is at&t getting out of some long-standing contracts so it's easier to sell i think they're they could be positioning themselves to try to sell the publishing part of it because they're a digital company so talking to my buddy chris who has a friend who's in printing and publishing and when he told him about this and he's like oh yeah i've seen this before with you know books and and he said when a digital company goes in, they're like, wait, you're printing stuff. Print is dead. Uh, you know, cause it's, Oh, we're all digital. We're, you know, fancy, fancy, this, that, and the other thing. Uh, and it's like, wait, you're, you're moving how many units? Uh, yeah, we sold 40 million of these and you know, we're getting ready to up it. And it's like, Oh, well, I guess that's why our company bought yours then. So they don't, they have no understanding of this. They have no understanding of the print medium, um, are they positioning themselves to set off the print? Maybe, or they're setting themselves up to kill it because the difference between when this happened with Marvel back in the nineties, when they bought heroes world, heroes world was a distribution company, again, a failing distribution company, but still it was a distribution company. They couldn't make it because they didn't have the infrastructure to handle the entire world of comics this is to retailers that don't have the infrastructure to do um, distribution for all the comics in the united states because if you're not in the united states you're not getting dc books at all because they are not doing anything for canada you uh uk or australia which are the next three biggest markets after the U S in comics and they're, they're just not getting them at all. The only way they're going to be able to get stuff is through because it, the, the so the distribution for DC now is through U, uh, UCS, which is uh, midtown uh, lunar distribution, which is uh, DCBS, which is another big online uh, retailer. And if you want uh, trades or hardcovers, that's through penguin random house which that's the only way the UK and other countries are going to be able to get something if they have an account. Look, I love the Random House Penguin people. I've, I've hung out with them at the retailer convention. They're great. Um, well, they're the only distributor that carries a lot of indie stuff too, right? Like Diamond didn't carry some of the real fucking real indie stuff. From what I'm told. Well, no, you there. Yeah, that, that's yeah, that's so, true, because so, so people are saying there, like, there's a process to go through to get into previews and and be be carried with diamond. Yeah, you you got to you got to walk through some. Uh, yeah. So I, from what I've seen online, that I mean, you know, better than I, but people are saying that obviously this is 
This is not what the retailers want. They didn't like Diamond, but they still don't really have a choice. Well, the retailers wanted a choice to shop around for distributors, and they still now they rather than dealing with one distributor, they de- they have to deal with you know two or three now, or four if you have right. if you go with Random House because Random House will will actually be better for you on some stuff. But okay, so the problem so the problem is is your your volume discounts okay the other problem is is now i'm going to have extra shipping cost because now i'm books that would have been shipped with my other books would have been all on one shipping cost okay so that that that's a factor into the unit cost of the book now i'm going to excuse me have two because now i'm going to have another one from another company well guess what they're charging full rates this is from the other uh, stores that use them already. They're charging full rates, uh, UPS rates. So now my shipping cost is literally double on the DC books than if they were in with my Diamond account. And th- that's just for the comics. They're they're. That's just the comics. Yeah, like uh, so. If you start trade, ordering trades, trades come, come that's more weight. And then like you know action figures and stuff like that comes from. I don't a, even know what's going on with action figures. I have no idea because the, some uh, of that I, stuff is. Because some of that stuff is diamond-owned companies, like uh, the the gallery, the DC, DC, DC gallery, and DC the, the select, select stuff. That's yeah. that's diamond. Yeah. So we have no idea what's going on with any of that. Um, you know, I I and now for me, what that does is it, it fucks up Pullbox, which we're we're on, and which we started to get to work for us because now the DC stuff won't be on there. So wh- how, do, how do we service our customers with that we're training on to be, hey, here, you can go online and you can you can you want that special variant cover? You can see it online. You can you can order it and have it str- sent straight to your pull box in here. And now they don't they don't offer that service. Why would they? Midtown's Midtown's ready to offer 45% off to regular customers on, on, on everything. They're not, they're, they don't, they don't care if, if I have Just an remember, online Paul, service. By the end of the year, the D and DC comics is going to stand for Disney. Good if, well, and we, I think we talked about this before. If they're looking in a position to sell it, then I see it not going to Disney because there could be, they're 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 controlling too much of the market so there's a possibility that the fcc could step in and say no you you can't do this but boom idw you you set you you they make a deal where they do just the print what if comcast buys it they bought universal like they could be buying up time warner altogether and well at&t bought that I mean, Comcast because they wanted they wanted the Time Warner cable because they're starting up the uh, their um, didn't they just start a streaming service? Yeah, HBO's uh, Max Max is theirs. That's theirs. Yeah, HBO is under AT and T's banner. Oh yeah, Time Warner. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, that's why I'm surprised Xfinity was one of the few that actually yeah gave free. Well, I don't know how to get it. I can't get it on my TV. I guess I can sign up on it on my computer, yeah, but I don't want it on my to. computer. I want it on my TV. Do you have a smart TV? I don't know. Yeah, they, they don't have. They don't have. TV apps it's not. Out yet. Yeah. Like they yeah, don't. They don't because because uh, Comcast usually has that because they yeah. have apps and there's nothing they, for they HBO Max. They don't have Max. it for Roku. Um, Chromecast. They Chromecast. They don't have no. it for Amazon yet. Hmm. But. 
I don't know. My sister got an email that she was getting. You can plug your computer into your TV. Yeah, I can. I can. Just saying. I could. He barely can plug his computer into the wall. I'm just saying, like, there's a way to do everything. I bought a new receiver, so uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll set some stuff up for for that because I, I. I got a new receiver coming in the mail tomorrow. Do you know, I can look at anybody's TV and tell tell them if they're over or under the age of 40 instantly. Do you have the extra HDMI cord hanging there? The extra HDMI? Oh. oh. Yeah, for plugging in your computer and stuff. Okay. I guarantee Josh probably has one. Well, my, my, my TVs both have multiple HDMI outs, so... Yeah, but you have one that's dedicated to your computer. Anyway... No, back I have to... <laughs> I have a computer with two big monitors. Oh. So back to the um, you know part of the DC fiasco is you know there's a lot of things that the reason most of the retailers are mad is because these are two uh, they're competition. They're they're other retailers. They're not distributors that are doing this. They do not have the infrastructure, plain and simple. They do not have the infrastructure. So is this set up to fail? Seems like it. Will are they trying to sell it off? Maybe or worst case scenario, are they trying to kill off the print entirely and then say, oh, everything's going to come out digital or just say, fuck it. We're not doing anything with comic books at all. We just want Batman and Superman to sell us cell phones and we just want the movie stuff and that's it. And then there's no comics at all. But the big complaints the mo- I saw. The movies don't make the money. No, they, well, they do. They're not good movies, but they still make a ton of money. Oh, do they care? Oh, Justice where are money. we? Where are we going to be at with movies and movie theaters and everything else? Because yeah. even when our state goes green, like movie theaters are only allowed to to do fifty percent. Don't use our state as an example. Our but 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 our state other is the ones, dumbest state in the country right now. New York City's reopening, but <sighs> fucking Schuylkill County isn't. That that's how much sense our fucking governor makes. So don't use us as an example. But but what do? Does I mean, God damn it! The Oscars got fucking canceled for next year in I, I, February. I mean, that's canceled. The, the movie industry or the movie theater industry has been here's the dying thing that nobody for a really few cares years. About the Oscars. Yeah, there's that, and also the movie theater industry has kind of been dying to begin with. Like the fact that they've been str- sure, but that same thing was said about that same thing said about comic book stores and comic medium period because Disney has like a stranglehold on. They're like, look. We're gonna let you play Black Panther in the movie theater, but you need to have like sixty percent of your theaters dedicated to it. And if they're like, no, they pull it out, and that's like a that's shitload of money, money that yeah. they basically have to piss away if they don't take if they don't you know abide by Disney. So the home theater thing is 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 definitely gonna be kind of the next step for sure. And I, I there's some people that fucking you know bitch and moan about there not being a theater, but I mean, I gotta tell you, man. Going to theaters, unless there's nobody fucking else in that theater, there's always shitheads in the fucking theaters. The only theater that is done doing it right is like the the, the Alamo Draft House places, where they one no. they serve food there and they'll kick you the fuck out if you talk or use your cell phone. No, they don't. I've been in enough of them. They don't. I mean, uh, they care as much as they do about any other. And it's not like you have to be twenty one or older to get in there because. I went to see Wonder Woman at an Alamo Draft House in San Antonio, and there was this family in front of us with like eight fucking kids, and they screamed and bitched and well, then, the whole fucking movie. I I, I would have been pissed. I, yeah, I mean, listen, I already pay twelve dollars for a ticket. 
And if I don't take Dave out for food beforehand, he gets all fucking cranky. So that usually costs me 30. Get a wine and dine him first. You know who I go to theaters with? Joe. Because Joe. Oh, my God. Because Joe has no social awareness and will yell at people in the theaters. When I, I think when he went to go see the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Oh, so you're saying when I my bad Star Wars experience, I should have had Joe there so he could have told yes. the fucking asshole behind me yes. to shut the fuck Joe up? Joe doesn't care. Joe does not care. Next time you go to the theater, you need to let us know where, and so we'll, we we'll intentionally sit like three rows ahead of you, and I'll just be loud and obnoxious, and when he says something, I'll just like pick him up and carry him out of the theater. <laughs> Do you think he makes it to the door before he pisses his pants? <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know how he would react to that. Like, like if I just came over, grabbed him by like the tuff of the back of the neck, picked like him a, up, like a kitten. And here's the secret that Jimmy don't know about Joe. Joe's like a fifth degree black belt and fucking uh, well, in no. secret. He's been, still he's still five. We, not secretly. We've been trying to convince Joe. Joe has been asking me for some reason, and also one of our guys at LARPs who fucking li- fights for a living. To, to enroll him in what Joe calls his Punisher training. Meanwhile, Joe, like, Joe can't handle, like, a, a, a bee sting. So, I, I don't know. Joe is five foot two. Listen, I'm not scared of someone that's five foot two. I don't care if you fought in the UFC. If you're five foot two, I'll square up with you. I have, like, eight-inch reach advantage on you. I don't, I don't think Joe's a fighter. He's certainly not a lover, either. But... He's a complainer. really don't know what Joe is. He's a complainer. He does. He does bitch about Doomsday Clock. I've I've ever heard heard him threaten people in the theater is when he was threatening crying babies. So, (laughs) I mean, I can take a kid. They stopped. I can take a kid. Those crying babies stopped. I'll give him that. So he's effective. So maybe we just need more Joes in the theater for comedy. No, 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 no. We We, don't. we, We don't need more Joes anywhere. We All have, right, we have one Joe. That's so. Joe. I'm I'm going to wrap up the DC thing with the the thing that concerns me a lot is if they would go to a just digital format because it is AT and T and and entirely kill off the print on there. That's going to be very detrimental to the industry because people that collect DC, they're collectors. They're not looking to have stuff on digital and will it turn them off on the entire thing? And do we lose another comic book readers, another, you know, another listener on our podcast because of this? Here's the thing. I think they're going to learn very quickly with, you know, Marvel has a few titles that are now going digital that they're not finishing up in print. They're going to learn very quickly that people don't buy digital. digital. Yeah. Because uh, because uh, here's the thing, as fast as fast as I can find it on DC's digi- site, I could find it pirated. B- yeah, at exactly. The same amount of time, and this is I mean, as someone that has been playing video games on PC for a long fucking time, the thing that drives people away from piracy is is convenience. And if it's more convenient to pirate it, people are going to pirate it. And when DC, when 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 comic books first started being available available digitally, people were like, "Why the fuck am I paying the same amount for a digital copy that costs?" virtually nothing to fucking distribute versus the print copy. If they do go digitally and the price points don't change, then I don't see anyone fucking paying for it. They could, it's they, just not going to fucking They happen. could offer it for 25 cents an issue and it's still going to get pirated. It yeah. depends on how easy it is to distribute because, again, it, it, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling this from the PC gaming industry where 
like Steam, for example, will have like all these Steam sales. You know, I, I when I was younger, I, I would pirate the fuck out of video games constantly, all the damn time. But now it's just it's easier for me to just fucking download it, and then I have it there whenever I fucking want, rather than trying to like download some weird fucking virus-infested for, sort of Trojan horse bullshit. Hold on, hold on, Paul. What they're talking about with piracy, like, would be your version of Napster. Whatever is more convenient, because because you can still pirate music, but is it more convenient to just subscribe to Spotify and fucking play it whenever you want? Right. It, whatever is the most convenient option is going to win the, out. The only way. So if DC goes digital, it it, it needs to fucking kill their cr- crush their prices. They, and, they have to go to a subscription service. They have right. to go to the yeah. Netflix model. It has to be you pay ten dollars a yep a month and you get to read all of our new releases when they come out. And that's the only way it's going to work. For and them. even at that, I'm not reading. Digital. You're 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 not gonna you're not gonna have most most people. You're 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 not gonna have a lot of comic collectors do that. I've I've literally had more people. They go digital. I'm done. So, um, I know you started out digital. I, I started out digital. I, I started I mean, out with I, I I I started I started reading issues and. Even to this day, like, I do not like reading off of a tablet. The only reason I do it is be- here is because of the podcast. I so read, we can get I the read podcast off a tablet out. just so I don't have to actually touch my comics. I'm a really anal about... Dude, I, I got a fucking D&D book the other day that I pushed into my shelf, and there was a fucking... Yeah, but... There was a so, fucking comic book stuck in between the two books I shoved it into, and it fucked up a bunch of... The, it ripped a bunch of the fucking pages of the book that I pushed in there. So why did you have a... Because look, it was a D and D comic book. So you figured you put it on the D and D shelf instead of a short yes, box. I understand like a this fucking is my moron. this is my fault, but still, I mean, if if any of these books can randomly become a fucking collector's item, and if I if I, if I don't have to touch them, then why would I fucking touch them? If I can read it without touching it, I'll just do that. But I, here's the thing: is that like, what is the demographic for print? comic book subscribers right now is it above 25 well com- comic books period are for an older generation yeah, yeah. so sure. if, if DC that's Universe, been that's example, been going on for the 20 some years i've been selling comics and they just roll it into the dc universe subscription maybe bump it up a couple dollars or whatever the fuck they're gonna get tons of more of, well of, dc universe is going away isn't it yes well i mean yeah. something similar i got in absorbed future. into hbo, HBO max that's what i thought it it would it would it would appeal to more people because of the younger generation. I mean, everything's digital for them anyway, so there's no appeal to reading print when when something is easier to read on a tablet or their phone or at their fucking I don't know their refrigerator nowadays. I don't know. I I, I we'll see. We'll see where this all goes. It's fucking big okay. news. I mean, no, Diamond it's huge. had a monopoly for like 25 years. Yeah, but um, yeah, they 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 did. But it's and again, and when this all when somebody else tried to do this before Marvel, when Marvel was floundering, now DC's floundering. And, you know, when it came out at the end, Diamond won. And this is when there was other distribution companies and they all got wiped out of this whole thing. And that's what happened. So, you know, how much is diamond worth at this point? At least three dollars. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm mean, just, I'm just ballparking it. Yeah, I I, like, I like, agree with do that. Do you think they'd have? Do you think they'd have the means behind them if DC goes up for sale? They just go, hey, we'll buy a creative end. I just I don't know. But how if, I'm not sure. Maybe, here's the thing: maybe, if, they could, they probably they probably have enough credit and clout to do so. Yes. And but here's my thing with that: if they had any ambition to do comics on their own, don't you think they would have started up something by now? No, because they they, make they own they they own Gemstone. And, mm-hmm. um, I was gonna say, don't they own a yeah. two smaller? There, there's a, yeah. there's there's things they own. Yeah, they own Gemstone. Which is uh, they, Overstreet Publishing. They, yeah, weren't they a big investor in like Image back in the day, or wasn't Jeppy kind of like in there somehow? Uh, Not like when they first were founded, but like a few years after that. Well, when they did the split. Well, when when Marvel did the thing and there was exclusive con- contracts, I think the first two con the first two exclusives that Diamond got, which is where they won the war, was uh, DC and Image. Yeah. And I can't remember if Image was, I, I don't remember if Image was first or DC was first. One of the, but they were the first two. I'm, I'm almost positive of that. Because once they got those as exclusives and then Marvel was over with Heroes World, then you had to get your Marvel stuff from Heroes World. But then you pretty much had to get everything else, everything else on Diamond. And then when Heroes World, which was a distri- distribution company, couldn't did not have the infrastructure to handle the entire country and they fell then everything went over to just diamond because then the other um uh capital was one of the other distributors and there was another one they they just fell they just fell out alliance was the other one what if amazon does it what if elon musk opens fucking comics x i think elon musk is in outer space right now and he just launch a rocket ship or no. trying to well, launch he, a he, rocket he ship. Wasn't in there. He's not like yeah. wearing the bomber jacket. But he's trying oh, to. And, and totally unrelated news to anything comic book related. They have an actual uh, YouTube video that you need to watch with headphones on. That's like a 360 sound experience for what the photographers heard. Dude, it's fucking cool. Like to hear it launch and everything. Like my buddy sent me. I'm like, this is See, fucking That's stupid. not the coolest thing about it that I thought. The coolest thing about it is the fact that they actually landed that goddamn rocket, the the booster, right back down on a po- like on it like They've a helipad. They've been doing that for the last like three or four yeah. years. Yeah, like that amazed me. It's pretty pretty cool stuff. So but I, I think look, I mean, in any market, competition is good. But what like when it's from the standpoint of the the, the comic store owner, where you just still don't have a choice. It's just like oh well, if you want this product, you have to go to this specific di- distributor. And now you have to go to multiple distributors. It's fucked. In a perfect world, you should have multiple distributors to choose from that offer you the best rates to get everything. Well, you need. and it's a it's about service, because right, you know, Diamond wasn't the best when it came I to mean, service I, when they had everything, obviously, and obviously their attitude include, was. But everyone else, like, if if we were to ask any comic book store owner you've you've talked to, have they ever have, have they ever not complained about Diamond? No, everybody no. complains Everyone about complains. Diamond. So obviously, it's but, good that we're getting other people. Okay, but the fact that you still but, don't have a choice. But you don't have a choice. We don't have a sucks. choice. But again, if it's like you're got you if you're like okay, well, Diamond had does has the monopoly. You need to offer better. You don't offer worse and say, well, where else are you going to go? Right. Exactly. 
you don't have a which choice. Which is what Diamond's response to be, used to be, be the, the back in the stores. 90s. And it's like, well, where else are you going to go? And it's like, well, no, you're you're kind of stuck. Right. So what happened was, of course, then more and more and more stores ended up falling. And then Diamond's share of everything and, and doing distribution to less and less stores wasn't working out. Their attitude changed. One of the reasons when I finally broke and got a diamond account when I did was because they were making a turn on. They realized they need me because we're battling the front lines here. We're the ones that are getting it to, you know, ultimately, you know, there's the creators. They make a book. There's the printers. They print the book. You have the publishers that put it out, send it to the distributors. The distributors send it to the comic stores. Comic stores are the frontline grunts to get it out to the customers, to to it being ultimately sold. Do you guys think if uh, if if DC gets bought out or anything like that, and they the axe their their publishing department, do you think it would? I mean, I mean this is just kind of a, a a guess or an whatever. Do you think it will ever come back? Speculation, yeah. You think oh, it would ever absolutely. come back? Yeah. What? Oh, somebody else would uh, start up the DC publication as long as they have the rights to the characters. You got to remember, tw- like in if, less if than they, 20 years like from axing, now, Superman's comics. going to be public domain. Plain and well, simple. Oh, I doubt that. I mean, no, Mickey Mouse should have been public domain fucking 20 years ago or 10 years ago, 15 years no, ago. No, I think we still got time. For Mickey Mouse? Yeah, it's 100 years. It was 70 years originally until they fucking pushed it back to 100. No, it's 100 for, for public domain. Yeah, but it used to be 70. I think it was even less than that before that. But Disney's the ones that's advocating that, that pushes it back. They don't want to give up their, their copyrights. So, I mean, if, if, if these companies keep pushing the fucking goalposts, then I don't think those characters will ever become the public domain. I mean, that's just the way... That, no. I, I never... I. I'm I I will never see Superman public domain in, even in my fucking lifetime. It's not going to happen. Okay. All righty. So uh, comic use, books. I gotta use the You're saying are we talk about comic books tonight or not? Comic books that came out on June second or June third. Thank you, Jimmy, very much. So we're going to start off with Marvel. Oh wait, they had no single issues. Sure we did. But. Yeah. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. I have. Th- I've read three this week. You, they've read two. Josh Online only. <laughs> That's what he was referencing when he said, "Go ahead." The last issues in these series, which were very good series. One second. Okay, so there's digital Marvel. Go there ahead. But we also have some print Marvel that we decide to. Uh, Bring from the archives. Because it's our 98th episode, we are reading, we have read New Mutants, reread. Well, re-read. most re-read. of us have reread New Mutants 98. Someone forgot. Believe it or not, I, this is actually my first read through it. Really? Never read it before. I don't know if I did either, to be, I can't remember. Um, I, I've given the New Mutants a full re- run, run through, and I still think it's one of the most underrated complete series. It gets a little wonky at the end. Of this one, this particular uh, issue, oh, oh, or just the, the series? The series. Yeah, well, it gets wonky at the end. Uh, what could have been the cause of that? 
one Mr. Liefeld doing this story and plotting. Pouches. And arts. This art is fucking horrendous. It, it's god awful. It's been about two years since I've actually it's bad. opened it up. It's it, not good. It, this was actually like. I, and I it's like, okay, so book. I open the first page it, and there, I read the thing and then I go to this page two and three and I have to turn the book sideways. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> it's like fucking annoying. Don't miss the early 90s. <laughs> oh, fucking life helpness. Um, I just find it weird where Deadpool has, like, this is the character, I mean, in the last 40 years, it's probably their best character they've created as far as making money off of them. I can't think of anyone else that's made even close to what Deadpool's Oh, no, when I, when I, when I started as a storefront as opposed to my uh, shows and everything else I was doing when we were starting um, you know, I, I could easily say what was, you know, independence walking dead was my bestseller DC Harley Quinn Marvel was Deadpool, like hands down way above everything else. Um, you know, this being his, uh, introduction into anything it's, he's what four pages yeah, i think it's kind yeah. of underwhelming yeah and he gets jobbed so easily but he takes down the whole new mutants and then domino who uh so you probably don't know this that's not actually that's not, not a, even that's, domino that's yeah. copycat yeah, yeah. So, i do know the lore but yeah because so, she doesn't show up until x force 11 i think mm-hmm. no no it- no i think domino is x force 11 when she shows up yeah, I think you're right. X Force Two is Deadpool's second, second appearance. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, the tone right off the bat—he's a smart ass. A little bit, but, but nothing not the way he is. Now. My my problem is, is it looks a little too Spider-Man-y. And that's what they were going for. I mean, let's be honest—they were looking for a quippy, you know. Yeah, and it's just edgy. it's. It's just a cheap knockoff thing, but your first appearance is get. Is this the first appearance of Gideon also? Yeah, yeah, yeah Gideon and technically Domino, Slash technically, copycat, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but uh, so on your reread here, Jimmy, what did you think? Art is jarringly bad. Still, get yeah, good story. I mean, knowing what led up to it and knowing kind of where it went, it was no right story. But man, that's fucking that art. Oh, that's that Liefeld shit. Yeah, and um, so at this ninety-eight, so so Cable was a character for about a year, or close to it, depending on how fast these were coming out. They were but, monthly, so he was what eleven months old at that time. Yeah, eighty-seven yeah. was his first. Right. So, um, you know, so he he seems yeah, to be taking a very leadership role right early he, he took that over by yeah. like 88 89 he yeah. was as soon as his backstory started coming out that he's you know nathan summer right son of you know um no overall i mean again to think all those characters like deadpool would be where he is today you know gideon isn't even a character anymore is he you barely see gideon pop up i mean Fuck, I think he might have popped up in the uh, Avengers for his X-Men shit in one of like the side right, issues, sides. but I couldn't, I don't, of course I don't read a lot of X-Men, so. So, alrighty, so what other Marvel do you get? Avengers of the Wasteland, number five. 
five. Five of five. It was. Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, Hi Dozer. Dozer. I'll take it. <laughs> You'll take it. I like it. As in dozing off, not bulldozing. Shut up. I was going to play it the other way. <laughs> Asshole. And that's a kill dozer to you. I mean, that thing trips down some steps. It's going to kill some fucking people. It's going to act like a dozer. So, uh, in this last issue of the Avengers of the Wasteland, um, they finally catch up with Doom. They sneak into, is it New York City that's Doom or New Latveria? It, it looks like New York City. I have no fucking idea. But um, they sneak in. Doom obviously knows they're coming. Um, and it was all a plan because what we find out is Doom is dying of cancer and he wants to go out as a warrior should in battle. Not as a frail old man. Dying with his bags being changed. And they deny him that. Because I think Ant Man is at the new Ant Man is gonna kill him. Well, Ant Man and Captain the new Captain America, America. Are all, oh. all about it. But yeah, but uh, Danny. Danny stops him and says, "We need to be better than that and live up to the names that we have adopted." And I really think you're gonna see more come out of this. Um, I hope they just let this future world end. I, this is the same old man Logan. This yes. is the old man Logan universe. Um, no, it was a good ending. I liked it. Is there anything? I'm I'm else sorry. I watched Danny in this like kill hundreds of people before this. It's like probably one of the most evil men ever to live. It's like, oh no, you can't kill him and make yourself feel better because that'll give him what he wants. Who the fuck cares at that point? Honestly, is, she, there, is there anything else coming out of the Wastelands universe? Nothing. I now. think is Old Man Hawkeye over? Or is that? Yeah, no, the uh, old main Akai, I think, ended, but uh, they were. Quill was still going yeah, on. Yeah, they were supposed to do an old man Quill. No, it did. It, ha- did. it started. I think it's still going on. I okay. think that was in the middle of this. I don't know. So, all right. Anything else? Hi, I'm Jimmy. Hi, Hi I'm Jimmy. Jimmy. Oh, let's do Hawkeye Freefall. Or you did this one, right? Did you do any other Marvel? I have one other Marvel after this. Okay. Uh, Hawkeye Freefall number five, and this, I think this might be an ongoing, because this isn't listed as a mini. It's not listed as a mini, no. Um, well, and they only did it on digital? It's not going to print? How can I it be an ongoing? last week. It did. It came out digital yeah. only last week, okay. so this one is a little behind. But, again, very, very good. Uh, the art in some spots of this, I absolutely love, and then other spots I absolutely hate, like Kingpin in this. Fucking, I hate. Because he just looks like a, like, slightly bigger bald guy. He doesn't... When did they get Spawn in, in Hawkeye? <laughs> that, that's Red Hood. It's Red Hood. This, Red honestly... Hood. He looks like Spawn. Honestly, this is my pick of the week. I caught up on this Jason. series. I read the first... Huh? I've read the first issue when this came out, and I had to catch up to this issue this week. And this is hysteria. Like, it's... It, the dialogue is, is hilarious. And all the characters are amazing. I mean, basically, the, the whole series started with, with Hawkeye chasing down Ronin, a guy dressed as Ronin, who is robbing from this the Hoodin guy. And it turns out it actually is Hawkeye. He had, like, at first he had, like, a time travel device. And then an LMD. And then he had an LMD, and then he had a scrawl pose as him so he could keep his story going that it's not him. Um, 
And then he ends up lying to Spider-Man at one point saying, oh, I'm on a secret mission from Captain America. You have to trust me. I'm an Avenger. And he's like, all right, I trust you. But then he shows up at one point with Captain America, and he's like, Cap, why don't you go ahead and tell us about this secret mission? And then, like, right as Cap's about to, you know, tear into him, the girlfriend that he's kind of been pushing off this whole point. Which is Night Nurse, right? I don't think it's Night Nurse. I thought it was Night Nurse. Is it Night Nurse? I'm pretty sure it's okay, Night Nurse. Okay, it is Night Nurse then. Uh, she tears into all of them like, listen, fuck all of you. When has Clint never had your back, like, not had your back? How dare all of you? And they're just like, all right, well. Uh, good point. Uh, and then she's like, sure. I can't believe you made me just lie to Captain America. We're, we're done. Yeah. Um, and then he heads back to the Fortress of Solid Dudes, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is where he had his LMD and, and the scroll and stuff. And the, the like hacker kid that he kind of hired by paying him more than, so he, through, than, through, than Hood. The, the main thing about this is he's pay, he's either bribing or paying off everyone that the Red Hood has kind of paid off. As Ronan, he's been stealing money from the Hood and then investing it in either paying off uh, or or investing in, if there's a corrupt politician, he will invest in his competition's campaign. If if there's like a war on drugs or whatever, he will invest in uh, hospitals that will actually help the people that are affected by the drugs rather than going after the drug dealers themselves. Um... And at one point, he kind of recruits this kid who's like the hacker kid for the hood. And um, Bullseye ends up finding out about uh, the location of this kid through the the scroll that's posing as him before he kills the scroll. And then obviously goes after the kid. So the, the final uh, panel of this issue is where the Hawkeye just discovers a kid riddled with half to riddled death. With, yeah, like... who knows if he's dead or not? And he looks pretty dead. But well, no, because he says he'll he'll tell you where to go. So. Oh, okay, well. I, I mean, this is and good. Now, and now Bullseye is going to masquerade it as... This has Rome. some of the some of the, the, the best humor in comics that I've been reading lately. Some of the stuff is, is super funny. I can't pinpoint any of it, but I mean, as far as the series goes, this is, this is really fucking good. Oh, when he buys out the restaurant where the Red Hood wants to go for his birthday, and he's, and he's like, oh, I just came here on a date, and the Red Hood's about to, like, unleash. He's like, I don't think you'd like to do that with my, my date. He's like... It's Wesley. It's Wesley Welch, <laughs> you know, the, the second hand of Mayor Fisk. And he's like, oh, well, uh, okay, I'll, uh, it, it's really good. Um, all the surprises, like, this is really well written, and, and the dialogue what is, is amazing. What I think I kind of like about this, you know, you have all these wealthy, you know, Peter Parker was wealthy at one time, you have Tony, you have all these wealthy superheroes that claim to be doing good. But this is the first time you see wealth being used in ways that are actually going to change communities. Right. It's not like, oh, I'll just, you know, I'll invest in what what seems like the obvious decision, but I'm not addressing the problem. And I'm for, just donating and, to charities, and then I, I can feel like the good guy. Like, he's I was, actually I was putting it towards... I kind of on the fence, fence for this, but, uh, yeah, this is my pick of the week as well. This was really good. I'm going to stick with this as my pick of the week. Uh, this is... Who, who is writing this? Is this? Uh, Rosenberg... Rosenberg's writing it, and uh, uh, Otto Schmidt's on the art. Matthew Rosenberg's writing it. Otto Schmidt's on the art. And okay, I, I, yeah, I guess it, this is an ongoing. Yeah, it was. Like um, I said, I'm looking so, forward to it. I, I'm. I have. I haven't been collecting it, but I've been reading it. But yeah, definitely good. a good read. Hi, I'm Josh. Hi, Hi Josh. Uh, Cosmic Ghost Revenge of the Cosmic Ghost Rider number five of five. They're not finishing this one in print either. Nope. What the fuck? Exactly. 
And I have a complete run of Cosmic Ghost Rider. Me too. Including the Thanos stuff. I don't have the Thanos stuff. I do have, I have the Thanos stuff. Including the Midtown Comics variant of... Fuck Midtown. Oh, Co- I'm sorry. Cosmic sorry, sorry. Ghost Rider. <laughs> Dude, I thought you were going to have a hammer. It was a knee-jerk reaction. Signed by Donny Cates. Um, that a good friend of mine was able to get for me. Dennis Hallam's a writer. Dennis Hopeless Hallam. Uh, Scott Hepburn on the art. I don't know if he's been on the art the whole time, but... Um, I don't know. This wasn't a very satisfying ending. It was. It, no, I mean, it was really. Very, it was a very Frank Castle ending, but where. Okay, so the last one that we left off, he, did, he got his soul. He back. got his soul back, back right? But Mephisto wanted Mephisto a soul. showed up, so he steals the soul from the girl that Frank right. been trying to rescue this whole right. time. And that's so, how it ended. Because yeah. yeah. so her in soul this was one, so yeah. in this one, uh, Mephisto's like, look, he's taking the soul of the girl through through hell, like. Um, giving you know, her a tour, a tour basically. Right. He's like, I'm going to put you in this vault where basically you're going to be a bargaining chip. Frank heads oh. into hell and he's like, look, Frank, you're, you have your soul back. Hellfire's just going to fucking burn you up. And it does, but then oh, he, he just taps into his powers, co- power cosmic. He looks pretty fucking badass when he yeah. does, but he basically fucking waltzes through hell then and he's like, Mephisto. Destroying anything that gets in his way. And, and me, like, Give me that fucking soul back. He, he, he expected... Mephisto expected him to like make a deal to try and get the soul back or get into hell, and that's not what he did. He just like jumped right in there and and, and Mephisto lays it out. He's like, he's like, you've lived, you know, all this time. He's like, your soul for eternity. He's like, what's a blink of an eye to eternity? Right, which is comparing the girl's innocence and her life to the life that the Cosmic Ghost Rider has and lived. He's which like, is basically, he basically tells you it's not gonna last. Yeah. So now. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like he gives up his soul again to get this girl's soul back. Yeah, because but he... then as soon as she gets her soul back, the parasite that was affecting Cosmic King infects her, kills her, and infects kills her, her and infects her, and yep. and corrupts her innocence. And he she goes off on a tear through the universe, and the Cosmic Ghost Rider is basically chasing her down. And, and that's yep. how it ends. Yep, and he he says he's like I didn't think you know he he warned me. He's like he warned me. It's all my fault, you know. Um, and he's basically chasing this girl down who's infected by the pa- parasite now. Which that would lead her. into the next miniseries. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm all for it. it. These miniseries with Cosmic Ghost Rider have been great. As, as long as Donnie's... This is a good... Like, this was very good. Man. But even even the the uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider destroys Marvel history. I enjoyed that series. Yeah. It wasn't it was as fun, strong as this. Or, but it was a fun series. But it was a fun series. And that's that one wasn't written by Kate either. No, no. no. I don't think he had anything to do with no, it. No, like yeah. this one. How this said, one? This he, one. He, he sat down with Cates and had like a dinner with him and kind of, what is the essence of the character? Right. The the the, the cosmic ghostwriter destroys or kills the Marvel universe or whatever was kind of um, campy. Well, no, it was kind of like a, a history of the Marvel universe told by a guy that wants to make himself look like the hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was yeah, good. That's what it I was. mean, I I, yeah. I went back and reread some of it, but um. This one, I mean, as a, as a standalone story, was better, um, and he, the payoff was just kind of very punishery. Where like he he can't win, like he's not going to win by being by being the Punisher, you know. So okay. this was a very Punisher version of the Cosmic Ghost Rider, as opposed as opposed to, you know. Well, what he we, what he, we he had he he was no longer insane like he was right because he got his soul back. He wasn't untethered. So no, but very good. Uh, that's all I have for Marvel. I don't have anything else for Marvel. Same. All right, on to DC. Um, I don't. I got nothing. Detective Comics. Not read this week. I did not. 
I didn't I didn't have any DC to I was gonna try to get in birds of prey, but then, you know, I got kinda pissed. So I said, fuck it. It was Azarello. Detective Comics, uh ten twenty two. Yep. Um, uh the the first uh the first Joker war book. Yeah. Batman basically breaks out after being captured by Two Face. Um, and he rescues the Two Face gang from certain doom because these basically Two Face is gonna dip half of Batman into acid or whatever, and then Batman breaks the vat and it's gonna spill out. And you know, Two Face is saying, "Make a bridge for me so I can escape." But then Batman makes kind of like this this rope, rope escape for thing across, for them to yeah. get across and and helps them escape. Um. He goes out and uh, finds a member of the church who has like a very intimate knowledge of how he was affected by Joker. But basically, Two Face isn't responsible at all because Joker implant Joker got Joker tried. Or, uh, I'm sorry, Two Face tried to kill himself, which and, is one of the better issues. That would have been, and it uh, goes back well, about- all the way to when Joker still had his sewn on face in New Fifty Two. And Joker brings in Hugo Strange to fuck with his brain matter and leave the bullet in there so that they can kind of send remote commands to the bullet um, to affect his brain. Listen, and that's why... I'm all right with it. If they're, ma- if they're making Batman and Robin number 28 be a big book, I have that whole run in New 52. So, I mean, yeah. Again, for the millionth time, it's not Two-Face's fault. It's all Joker's doing, and it's yeah, it's leading in the Joker War. So, um, I don't know. I mean, we didn't have Joker for like two years, I think, and I'm already fucking sick of this guy. So, I, I don't know. Everything's everything's just the Joker. It's no new, no new characters can take the spotlight. No no even existing. Well, no. Every time they try to make a new character, you shit on them. I don't like their character design. It's a stupid backstory. I like designer. And spoilers. It's not fucking designer that's behind the whole damn thing. Um, Really? Really? The designer's not behind the Joker war? You don't say, Josh. Well, I mean, we know, obviously, yes, because of solicitations, but... Anyway. You have any other DC? Any non-black label? Um, Yes, I have Shazam. Number 12, which is an uh, interlude. It's basically Shazam number zero. Yeah. Because yeah. it takes place before number one, which I don't know why, but it, sure, it, it was the, fun. The title of the story is World's Finest, and it's a team up with him and Batman. Batman. And it's great. Uh, Shazam starts out by beating up uh, a crocodile in a business suit, and... Uh, his friend um, Freddy. Freddy is giving him shit about having terrible supervillains. So he, he heads to Gotham like, I'm going to look for some, some crime to fight. And he runs into Batman and they have a talk about how, hey, I also punch crocodiles sometimes. And he's like, well, well yours wear well, suits? He he, run, he runs into a situation with Scarecrow. Scarecrow kind of gets the better of him. But he's able to guide him with himself out. This is just a great single issue. It was good. This was this my runner up for pick of the week. This was probably my pick of the week coming into this podcast, until I kind of went over Hawkeye Freefall again. This is this was very good. Um, who who wrote this? Because this is uh this isn't Jeff Johns. No, it was um. 
Hang on, I'm opening porn real quick. You're opening porn? Yeah, I clicked on an advertisement. Well, Shrek isn't on. Uh, Loveness. Uh, Jeff Loveness, special guest writer and special guest artist, Brandon Peterson. And the art was great, too. Or it was really good. Yeah. It was Brand- kind of weird Brandon's in some spots, good. but yeah. um, mm-hmm. it was good overall, for sure. Because um, I, I went to go read this. I was like, oh, fuck. I don't remember anything that happened in like Shazam number 11. And it's like, you don't need to know any of this, this shit. It takes t- place t- before t- number one. I'm like, great. Yeah, and that, that note wasn't done by the Time Master Paul or whatever the hell it was in Detective 1022. <laughs> Father Time Paul or whatever Father it was. Time Paul, yeah. Uh. Batman Superman number nine. Um, I, I'm almost caught up on this series. I'm up this to is, number seven. This has gotten better after they've gotten past the uh, Batman Who Laughs bullshit and the the leftover stuff, which was the Zod versus Ra's al Ghul stuff. We're now on to a, a whole new story, and I think it's written by Joshua Williamson, and it's Who Killed the, the Atomic Skull. Um Basically, a Thomas Call show has been Gotham, and Batman decides to try to handle it on his own. And I guess up to this point, Atomic Skull had kind of reformed himself and has even become a member of, I think, Metropolis PD, even, it seemed like. Um, but there's somebody out there that is manipulating him, and he ends up being mind-controlled into going thermonuclear. He blows up. Superman uh, is obviously being harassed by paparazzi along with Lois Lane because who the fuck thought that revealing your identity would be a fucking good idea for Superman? But he flies flies over to Gotham, rescues Batman, and um, it turns out that the ultra-humanite is the one that was manipulating the atomic skull. And he has also been killing some police officers and also just digging up some random bodies and kind of strapping them in with, like, atomic bombs in their heads to be, like, these zombies that he sends out to, like, level cities. So, sure. Uh, this is the first time I've seen Ultra Humanite in a long fucking time doing anything, so I'm all for it. It has nothing to do with any of the other bullshit that's either, you know, Batman Who Laughs, I, I hate to say it, but anything fucking Scott Snyder related, um, or Bendis related, even. Uh, sure, I'm all for it. It, it was it was a good read, and uh, this this series is finally taking a turn for for the better. I feel um, Batman's being very uh, um, detectivey, and Superman's being very Supermany, mostly because we're getting a lot of his uh, rogues gallery involved. Okay, is are we on to Black Label? Yeah. Um. Trying to think if I have anything else. Um, I believe we might be on black label. Nope, no, no, we're not. Because is deceased black label? Yes. Yes. Is it okay? Then we are on black label. Okay, on the black label. You got what? Uh, deceased at. Uh, Why don't you uh, do that one? Because I didn't do that one. I did deceased. Well, the one you did deceased. That's what I'm saying. Go ahead. Okay, deceased, a uh, new day, uh, day of hope. Um, in this wait, one, wait, wait, what was that? A new day of hope? I think that's what it's called. I don't <laughs> remember the subtitle of it. Hope at world's end. Hope at world's end. 
Uh, in this one, we find out how Black Adam gets turned. And what happens in this one is he has Kondok's, uh borders shut down. And one night, as soon as that virus hits, he just tears through leveling any trace of it. And, you know... And innocence that gets kill, caught yeah, in the crossfire is oh, just, well. oh, well, that, that's collateral damage. Um, he's kind of having the second thoughts the day after. Well, and he's approached by Superman and uh, Black Canary slash Green Lantern to bring some of these refugees in. And he's like, no. And then he takes a walk through his town and he's having second thoughts about it. Well, and- see, this this is what proves proves my point that. See, as soon as you start fucking showing a little bit of morality, right. you get fucking killed. So he, pow- he powers down. Well, that's the Walking Dead method. Any anybody, anytime you had a character that had was starting to show their moral well, compass, no, if he would have like, been powered oh, down, dead. if he would have been powered down, he would have stayed in that form. He powers up as soon as he sees the zombie. Well, he and gets, gets scratched. Well, he gets scratched, and, and then he, he starts his show gets scratched, and then Zam. Yeah, and by the time he turns into black adam he is already turned yep and that's that <laughs> so yeah these are very quick reads and it seems like it's just going to be different viewpoints from different and viewpoints. i'm sorry i want this in print i want i want to put this why in my would DC black books. adam ever depower because so he, he can walk among the the, the be, common because folks. his his uh his right hand is telling him listen you did the right thing you know you saved this but he's like he wants to know what his people think and he finds out pretty quick. Uh, yeah. All right. I don't buy Black Adam fucking depowering ever. I don't either. Yeah. But, but, but whatever. I, I was this a number one or number two? Number two. two. Number one was through Jimmy Olsen's eyes. That's I. right. Okay. Um. John Constantine Hellblazer number six. Uh, Simon Spurrier, Aaron Campbell, Jordi Belair. This uh, follows around a demon that kind of is taking out the non-innocents in a terminal ward. So even though that they're so what Atman tried to do in Avengers of the Wasteland, right? And John kind of figures this out through the help of Noah and kind of confronts her, and you kind of get all the backstories of these different people that are being killed. And the one that's hanging on is this old man who was a world war veteran in, in England, came back, basically got shot on by his country, and now he's terminal, doesn't get any visitors because his family's all dead. Kind of a downer issue, but it was really fucking good. Because Constantine through this whole thing, the best part is she's attacking him, and Noah comes in, and, he's, and he tells Noah, get out of here, she won't do anything to you, and she won't kill me because I'm British. <laughs> Even though everyone she's killing is British, British. that somehow makes a difference. I love this series. Uh, The writing is great. Uh, De'Aaron Campbell, I I can't believe you're not on this for the art alone. Um, Yeah, actually, I wanted to. I just didn't keep up with it. uh, If you like the Constantine character, again, this is supposedly tied in the Sandman universe, but I haven't seen a lot of crossover. Not not at all, actually. Um, But... Uh, very good. I'd yeah, I think the out. idea behind the uh, Sandman universe stuff was Gaiman was supposed to oversee things, kind of like Joe Hill sees oversees all the Hill House stuff. So. I mean, it, it's good. Um, I've read a little bit. I've been trying to catch up on Sandman because he, you know, was one of my favorite characters in the Lucifer stuff. But I don't know. I haven't read so much stuff, and they're pulling from like 
previous series that I haven't read. So yeah. those are kind of hard. This, I mean, if you know what Constantine is, you get what Constantine, Constantine is. Yeah. Uh, that's all I have for DC. I don't have any more DC. We're on to independence. Okay. I guess I'll start off. I was going to say, we haven't heard from you in a while. No. You actually read something this week? Yes. Um, I'm surprised you guys didn't all jump on this. <laughs> Paul is dead. I don't like the Beatles. They're but the title, Paul is Dead, if it was- which is the wishes of, I can name off many people that can't wait till they say, Paul is dead. What, like Abraham and fucking... <laughs> Moses. Don't forget wow. Jebediah. Solomon. Don't forget Jebediah. Jebediah? Yes. That's just me. Adam, Eve, <laughs> or as he referred to him, mom, dad. Um, <laughs> so uh, I enjoyed this. This was actually the first thing Gilgamesh. I read this week. Uh, Paul is dead um, by image. And um, this was actually, um, it was a lot of fun. The art's really good. I, I really enjoyed the art, and it's it's on the the lore of you know Paul McCartney was replaced by a copy because he killed himself. Uh, uh, somebody had figured out that Paul McCartney was really dead with the uh, uh, lyrics to "A Day in the Life." Um, is that's what happened, and that's what they use. And I don't care so, about the first boy band. I really don't. So, um, I I liked it a lot. And so, so it just it came out in cool. trade form or what? Just trade. Yeah, it's a it's an OGM. Is it? historically accurate or does it kind of bend the truth a little bit for oh no this would be a great like you know anthology series uh episode and stuff on you know you know playing playing up on the lore um so the the history of the lore is you know people have deciphered and said this is you know this is what happened and the, the guy that's mccartney's a replacement because he actually killed himself um and they, they play up into that and how it goes, what but are, it's, what are it's the pretty cool. What are the chances that the, the guy that replaced you also has a half a foot of fet, fetish? I mean, what are the chances? Half a foot fetish? Yeah, half <laughs> a foot fetish. How do you have a oh half a foot? Oh, my like only Dave got it. Paul got I, it. I, I don't know what it means. <laughs> Look up Paul McCartney's first wife. All right. She only has one foot. The second one does too, right? It was the second one. Or was it the second one? It was one? the second one. Yeah, the first one, he married, he married Linda Eastman, uh, okay, who her dad was Eastman of Eastman Kodak. He married into fucking money. And then East, Mr. Eastman told McCartney, you should get into publishing. That's where the real money's at. So he started doing that. And then when he became friends with one Michael Jackson. And let that and told Lester take all yeah, his songwriters. And, yeah. t- and said something to, hey, you should get into publishing. He goes, oh, good. I'll buy all of your songs. And he did. <laughs> so anyway, uh, this was this was um, it was it was fun. It was an enjoyable uh, and it's a pretty quick read, even though it's a graphic novel. It was pretty good. Who wrote it? Uh Paolo Baron and art by Ernesto Carbonetti. I should have let Dave read those. Damn it. I missed that opportunity. I think you would have got him. You think? Yeah. All right. Anyway. All right. Sometimes Dave's full of surprises. Any other independence this week? Um, Red Mother number five? I read it. This is good. So where I we ca- left off I on Red up. Mother 
four because I had to read that one because I can't I, remember I if I did. I read two through five to get caught up in this, and holy fuck, this is a really slow burn book. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but that's um, the whole thing with this. And and w- at the end of, of four, she gets met by this smiling creature that we finally see. The Herald of the Mother. The Herald of the down. Mother. And that, that old woman that's creepy, it's like, oh, you're the, the mother. That, like, that shit was cool. Yeah. I liked it. Punches her out in the last issue. Yeah. And and, and this guy, was... the Herald chases her down in the subway. Well, and it issue. starts and off... she Frank Underwood's the fuck out <laughs> yes. of it. Yes. No. Right in front of the train. This, and that four ends with he's there, and then five picks right up, and it's fucking... The first half of this is all action with the big chase with this, and it was fucking great. And then it slows down. <laughs> well, she, right. ki- she kills the Herald, and she's not seeing it anymore. She's not seeing the red. She's not having any of these troubles, and she has decided to take, take up the, job. the offer. And, and we end with the funeral of uh, her, uh, her boyfriend from the yeah. first issue, yeah. Who yeah. I think became the Herald. Well... He, he, became, did. I mean, he became a fucking blood splatter on a fucking subway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's any it's anyone's guess at this point. Um, I, I've really been enjoying the series. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Uh, it gives you enough to keep you hooked. It's in. good, and you know what? The art does a really good job. The too. art is great. Um, like all the subtleties were like. This is she, my pick of the week. She has. She's getting ready to attend the funeral, and she does the eye drops into her glass mm-hmm. eye, and it, it like falls down into the mm-hmm. scar shape to look like tears, even though that eye can't produce tears. That was good good art. Like, that's good shit. So, it's a slow fucking burn, though. I mean, this has been... It is a slow yeah, burn. It's been fucking the beginning of the year. Uh, you know what? And, uh, sometimes a slow burn is a good progressed. thing. Yeah, but Jeremy Hahn, uh, he, yeah, he's... Uh, Beauty's another one. That's another slow burn. You know, it, it takes a little time. But again, that's a series. You know, you don't want everything... You know, coming right, right at you right yeah. away because you know this is, you know this this definitely looks like it's going to be in for the long haul. Well, I think that's kind of the problem that some indies fall into is, and you kind of seen it with. Uh, I just reread a few weeks ago. or caught reread um, all of Once and Future. Those first three issues of Once and Future, when it was new and fresh, and then but again, and then four, five, and six kind of. Well, slowed it down because, because they made it an ongoing. Yes, because I, because right away you got remember that was set as a miniseries, and then it's like, oh wait, we're selling serious numbers on this thing. You need to stretch it out, which is the problem with Lost, where the first season is really good, and then when you get into the second season because it was such a hit, it well, yeah, was because Lost was supposed uh, to be a thirteen part series right it was supposed to be all complete and and they got the ratings for like the first three episodes and they're like no fuck it we're gonna ride this stretch it out now. which yep. happened even before but, lost if you remember that happened with twin peaks twin peaks that that first season of twin peaks is fucking phenomenal and then good. the season second two, season season two sucks it, it's fucking weird man it it's, like, yeah, it's like but oh god but we're here what the on, fuck do we hold, do hold but on twi- twin peaks that was one where they weren't intending it to be one episode. And I, don't, it, it I, don't never... you, I don't think you can group David Lynch into any sort of... No, yeah. Because, like, again, knows what that guy if, if you go, wait, there was something David Lynch did and it was weird. 
that's David Lynch. That's why you watch David Lynch. It's I mean, great, Red Mother, but it is all f- it's fucked up. Yeah, you right. never know what the fuck's going on, but it's that, still good. And that never had great ratings, even when it rebooted. No, it had a cult following. How but that was it. How do you guys feel about Twin Peaks? Would you rate it up there as like one of the best TV shows of all time? It would probably crap my top twenty-five. It would crack my top 25, not my top 10, though. Do you know whose favorite show is Twin Peaks? Joe. <laughs> Joe. Really? It might not crack my top That's his favorite now. show? Oh, of course. Really? Yes. But Red Mother is, is, is like a horror book. And the Does other... Joe actually listen to us? Because no. he must hate all, all no, of us. No, 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 no. He doesn't listen. He doesn't, he doesn't listen. do any. No. Um, Infidel ended in the same amount of issues. Five right. issues, right? Infidel, no, was, Infidel six. was six. Was it six? Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, that one seemed to like progress too quickly, and this one seems to be progressing almost too slowly. Because we still don't know fucking anything about Red Mother or the Herald I, or anything. I, I love that because the last series that hooked me in like this has was Gideon Falls, right? Which was the same way. It was a slow, slow burn, kind of like. Here's a, here's a piece. Yeah, and we here's didn't find piece. everything out I mean, that we need to know until issue 24. Yeah, I mean, I that's, still don't think we found everything out. Yeah, but we we got a lot of info I, in oh, issue yeah. 24. That's the reason why I don't like Gideon Falls. Shut the fuck up, um, John. It's Gosh. one of the reasons, like, John. it's one of the yeah. only complaints John. I have about even. I mean, Ice if you would have called him Joe, I would have been okay with Ice that. Ice Cream Man, like, John? I just don't have fucking idea, any idea what's going on in Ice Cream Man. So no, I, uh, but I, I love I, Ice Cream Man. Hey, it's I, still one of the best books, it along is. with Gideon Falls. I, I bought the trade to just fucking throw at people. I threw it at someone the other day. Yeah. And they're well. like, why are you throwing this book at me? And I said, shut the fuck up and read this goddamn book. I cannot believe you don't like Gideon Falls. Just you are a Lemire guy. It just takes fucking forever to get Buffy anywhere. the Vampire Slayer, every generation. Mag- Boom. Magruder, Knight, Beam, Garcia, and Yarsky. And this is a one-shot. Uh, this is kind of similar to what they did before the... Um, Hellmouth. The Hellmouth thing. Mm-hmm. They kind of did that anthology one. Uh, this is three different so, stories. Okay, so it's an anthology. Uh, the first one is the Buffy that I thought we knew, but is an alternate universe one where... Um, Willow dies, and her and Cordelia hook up, apparently. What? And she's trying to... She confronts the Hellmother, and they both lose because the Hellmother isn't given a vessel, and the portal's left open, and it destroys her, Sunnydale. So I don't know if this is the one that we've seen uh, in the last issue of the Hellmouth a story or not but it was a very good story and it ended with uh this demon that kind of helped her because no slayer ever got as far as buffy did but helped her with uh helped her kind of get to her point and she's like listen you don't realize this is you can run but this is where you always end up so uh that was a very good one the next one took place i believe in puerto rico um and it was this uh there was killings in this town and they thought it was this type of vampire and essentially he it was just this guy that was a serial rapist and murderer and they're actually saved by this vampire who turns into one of the village mothers uh that one was pretty good and then the last story and he kind of remember oh took place in like the 1800s in i want to say belfast ireland and it's a uh it's a 
Hunter and her friend is kind of the pariah of the cat town because she was seen holding hands with a boy walking back from school. And it's great because she walks into this bar and she starts giving her shit like, we don't serve your kind, hussy. I don't want your moral short givings coming upon me. And and the other girl looks at her and like, oh, we're still not joking about this. Uh, that was probably my favorite of the three. And essentially, uh, her dad finds this girl who was caught holding hands and there's rumors that she was sleeping around and all this was sent to an asylum that is also a laundry kind of uh, Catholic kind of a detention center. And of course she shows up and the nuns are all vampires and her, um, her watcher gave her this orb that admits sunlight. She's able to kill most of them, but kills herself in the process. And as she's falling out the window to her death, she kind of says, Hey, it was a short life, but it was a great life because I saved all these lives. I have no idea how the fuck this ties into anything of these new series, but uh, there were three very good stories uh, throughout this one. So uh, I'm liking the Buffy stuff that they're putting out. Uh, uh, just as a side note, it was really funny. You're going on and on and on. And there's Josh going <laughs> with this huge yawn. It was really funny. Is there anything else from Boom? I'm going to finish off with our from our friends from Boom. Jimmy, I know you you can't wait, but I intentionally avoided this. One. Faithless two Why? number one God, no now, if you remember faithless the first series was just all I of this intertwining such of, a dick. intertwining of the devil and this girl that had nothing to do that just led into a such chaos and mayhem and was such a divine comedy paul you you lie friends don't lie you said you weren't reading this so I had to see. <laughs> You're fooling yourself if you think any of us are friends. It starts off with pa uh, uh, our Faith and her girlfriend Poppy having a telecom because now she's this big uh, ce art celebrity, uh, you know, uh, phenom. And, of course, she has no inspiration because she's staring at a blank canvas. You need to hear this. And then she makes a phone call to a video to phone this. call to Poppy. They start fingering each other uh, or themselves uh, with phone sex thing. And then, of course, Faith starts having a period while some guy walks in. That's evidently in her her uh, that living in her apartment. For the love of Christ. Oh, it, it gets better. Uh, then they're on a talk show, late night talk show. And Faith never talks and she always whispers into uh, the guy that's Poppy's dad, but as evidently Satan, as Jimmy and I found out at New York, because we didn't know. And uh, they they have this thing, and she's, uh, you know, she's becoming this whole. Oh, wrap it up, <laughs> wrap it up. So anyway, she have you noticed the price of potatoes? She has a dream. This is when something finally happens. She has a dream of this big structure Make that with, with blood running from it. And, of course, then she decides on her canvas she needs to grab in her hoo-ha and spread her period blood on the canvas. And then the guy that's in the apartment decides to help her, and that's how it ends. So just more chaos in this divine comedy that is Faithless 2. Faye Spookaloo.
All done. <laughs> God, that was painful. I I might just keep reading the series just I will to fucking torture the, the shit out Seriously, of you guys. I will. I, I will. I, I will. We can just all sign up and leave when you do it, and I'll edit it all out. Right? Look. We the 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 bag the the bagged cover, we sold a fuck ton of them. I I don't fucking get it. Uh, The boys, dear Becky, number one, uh, by Garth Ennis and Russ. (laughs) Fucking kick you ass! Oh, oh, actually, I thought Derenick did the art on there because it looks like the cover. Okay, because it looks like his art in, interior. Cover. So this guy, Russ he Braun, did, he did the is, cover. Um, very well yes. capturing the daring uh, Robertson. Uh, um, this takes art place deal. twelve years after the first storyline. Uh, I think it's been twelve years yeah, since the boy came out. Pretty Boys much. came out, um, but it's Huey back in his hometown, drinking with his transvestite friend. Yeah. Um, and he comes home from the bar because they're having a, a good, you know, chat. Uh, he comes from home home from the bar uh, and starts reading this package that he got that has a diary in it, and it's Billy the Butcher writing, and it's a letter to Becky, and it's telling about how they cut a kid's tongue out, which is assumed to be Billy Batson, because after they get done, he goes for that, for that, but uh. Yeah, it, it it was a good read. It was a quick read, and I want to see where it's going. So this is a mini. This is a mini, right? I have no idea. I think it's a mini, but because I don't think they're. I don't think it's gonna go one. I mean, I don't think it's gonna I, go seventy I, some uh, issues. Like I gotta boys. reread the boys before I, I saw that it was on my list, but I I need to reread. The boys. It, it was it's worth the so read. Long, so I enjoyed it. I've never read the boys. It's it, some fucked. It's it's some it's fucked it's, it's, it's very different from the show, but the show does a very good job as well. The 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 stuff that the show and, and at least Huey anyway. Right. Huey is Huey is literally fucking um. Simon. Um, so, uh, is it Simon? It's fucking Simon Pegg. Simon yes, Pegg. Simon yeah. Pegg. I mean, yeah. that's who it was written to be. And yeah. That's why he is Huey's dad, I think, in the show. Yes. So. Yes. Huey's a huge fucking bitch compared to the show. Like a huge fucking loser. Yeah. Um But yeah, I gotta reread it to fucking remember any of this stuff. Like in the in the show he's like a reluctant hero that does things. He by kinda accidents. nuts up at some points. Yeah. Like, Huey never nuts up in the in the no, comics. Not at all. All right. Do we have anything else? Uh, all I have is bog bodies. That's, That's all, all I, got. I got. Is that our final book? All it I is. Got. All right, Bog Bodies, which was an uh, OGN, another OGN uh, this week. Uh, oh, no, 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 I do. I have kids number three. Oh, from kids. Our friends at a blaze. Yes, kids, they come out this week, yes. Um, again, just kind of picks up where we left off. Uh, they start off by what kids do. They play truth or dare. And it gets heated when they ask about Andy, and we get the story behind how Andy died. Um, we see an attack with... Um, the girl that's in a wheelchair, her she has to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, so her sister says, okay, you know, just let me know when you're done. She starts screaming. Zombie comes in through the window. They get everyone else in the house. By the time they're gone, the zombie's gone, but they find a muzzle. So they're like, well, who would muzzle one of these? Uh, the next day, um, the oldest boy, he uh, 
He has a surprise for everyone. It's kind of an armory of guns, and they're going to practice on a live target, which he captured. They all shoot. They eventually shoot the, the zombie's arm off. It goes to attack, and our, our older girl, who didn't want to shoot earlier, picks up a gun, shoots the thing dead, and goes, just because I don't like guns doesn't mean I don't know how to use them. Sets it down and goes, I'm going back to sleep. I have I know that sentiment. Uh, it's a very good story. Again, it's just giving you... It's a kind of a slow burn like all of these Ablaze books that kind of have been. Uh, Gung Ho is kind of the same way. It's like, here's a little bit more. Here's a little bit more. Here's a little bit more. Um, well, even uh, Vampire State Building was, was that way, way until you got to the very last and issue. Like, and it was like, boogie like, gage. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, well, the only other Blaze book would be, uh, Unsacred. And that's, yes. that, that there's no rhyme or reason behind any of that. So, all right. Uh, but no, definitely I'll continue reading. All right. Paul, okay. So we are going to, uh, finish off with, uh, images, uh, bog bodies that came out. I want him to say the name. I want to see him say it. Okay. Written by Dave. <clears throat> Declan Shalvey and Gavin Fullerton. All right, we'll give it to you. Um, so this is a story that it's it it. I started reading it, and for some reason, I was intrigued. I'm it's gonna, very. This was a good one where. The person that wrote this story spoke this dialect of English. Absolutely. Well, it's 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 Irish. They're in Dublin. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, same with like when Hellblazer is written, you can tell the person writing is actually English, or they're you know, that like part of American it's really good. English. Normally, that shit kind of annoys me, but I was, it was okay. Done well. This it, one was done well. But there was something. It, it reminded me a little bit of a history of a uh, history of violence. Because uh, it definitely has that, that sort of crime noir sort I, of I thing going on. I made it halfway on. through this, and I'm pissed that I didn't make it the other half. I started this. Um, I, I totally got invested in these characters. Oh, it, like, it was like that. It's, it's probably the thickest book I've read this week. But seriously, like, once you started reading it, it was like a downhill slope. It just went. Yeah, you you had to find out. And and it's literally, um, you know, this, this kid uh, has to take, uh, you know, he's at fault for something that happened that he killed a girl that he, he shouldn't have, and he, he kind of fucked up, and he has to pay the price. He basically works for a, a gang. Well, the Irish, Irish mob. Irish, Irish mob, mob yeah. Of, of this Mafia, area, whatever, yeah. He was supposed to kidnap a girl. He kidnapped the wrong girl and then ended up killing her because he was supposed to kill the, a different girl or whatever. And because he fucked up, these two guys take him out into... The, the bogs to kill him and then just throw him into the Which, bog and make it, it look seems like, a suicide. like where, where they've been dumping bodies for a while. Yes. Yeah. So the, the whole thing is make to make it look like he committed suicide out of guilt. He ends up getting away and then hijinks ensue. And and, and kind of hijinks. Yeah. Okay. I would, I would, yeah. I, I would he actually ends up, he ends say up that while running away encounters this girl in the middle of the woods. Um, and who totally looks completely worked over. Yeah. Like yeah, like she also escaped something similar where she was either you know beaten or or a victim of sexual assault or something like that. Sure. It doesn't look like she's been in the in the greatest of shape. 
but she accompanies him and basically fucking does does nothing but give this guy fucking shit. And then they they happen upon this cabin in the fucking middle of nowhere. But but the cabin actually was talked about in the very very beginning, right? Because it's it, the one it guy, it's right. the other it's, guy's his aunt's house. It's the guy that's driving with him. Uh, and behind her Kino's house is house. where they've been burying all the bodies. Yes. Um, Gavin though is the guy that hid in the trunk. That's just a fucking lunatic. Oh, hundred like, percent. Kill fucking anyone that the boss says to kill. Um, and he gets the phone call to kill the other guy because now the other he's guy's going soft. He's yeah. going soft, and um, but the fucked up part is there's a part where it gets. I thought they were going to go more supernatural. This right. is my only complaint about the, the book. supernatural turn. The supernatural? No, I I was okay with the supernatural turn. They just no didn't see it through. Whatsoever. Yeah, wow. they didn't see it through. Like yeah. it just sort of ends, and it's like okay. So again, I think I know who the girl was. Yeah, spoilers, Jimmy. If you didn't, if you didn't read the other he half, didn't, he didn't. The girl that they encounter that he encounters is the girl that he killed. Right. Yes. And when the, the crazy old aunt that's like, "Oh, we're all in here having tea," she's talking about all the fucking dead people well, that, that they dumped. dumped into the yes. bog. So. At the end, and they were and playing I, cards I, and all that. Kind I of thought stuff. Gavin ends up killing the kid. And then when they're stuffing his body into the trunk of the he car, he kills the other guy. He kills Keto. Yeah. Keto, yeah. And then the girl basically kind of talks goes to the back. aunt, and she's like, "All right, you can go rest now." And she goes, and she's like, "All loose ends are tied." Or she or something says you can go home or something like that, well, and she it's, goes it's to sit at her grave ends, marker. Like all, yeah, because Gavin says, "All right, you're you're both." He basically says, "You're you're both dead" or something like that. Um, he kill he kills the kid, then he kills Keto, and says, uh, "No loose ends." And then the girl repeats those words, says no loose ends, and the old lady says, "Go on, going home now, love." And she heads back to the graveyard yeah. that's behind the house, and just kind of like falls into the grave, and that's the end. That's the end, right? It was a little lackluster. Not as it. satisfying ending. It was all. not. No, I um, could have had a lot more, but everything else about this was fucking great. Good. Yes. Yeah, I think sure. I'm gonna make it the pick of the week, uh, just because it was it. it was a good read. I I wasn't clearly as happy with how it ended but it it was uh, um, it was done really well i really need to start looking into some more of his work because the only thing i knew uh declan from was uh the old man logan versus deadpool yeah was him um which was probably one of the better versus series that that has involved deadpool and yeah I, i'm definitely gonna finish this but yeah this one wasn't like uh the payoff was very Lackluster. Well, it was very realistic. Yes. Like, if this were a real story that happened, this is what would have happened. You know? Sure. Like, there isn't sure. a fairy tale ending at the end. No, and it's like people that are that are comp- that feel bad about what they're doing and they either go soft or whatever. I mean, they get fucked over, and the crazy person, you know, just fucking drives look, off. And if if we would have had something with the supernatural element, and then yeah. they all fucking go after, you know, the uh, what's you know the crazy fucking yeah. hitman at the end. At the end, very, oh my god, that would have been fucking. It was also very kind of sobering, and yeah. that's kind of what made it good. And so, I mean, yeah, it was very, it was very good. Yeah, this no was doubt. this was uh, definitely really. Uh, Definitely a good read. Yeah, uh, the, the gist I got from the first half of it, and like I said, I started that last week, um, was 
And this is a good one to throw at people that I really don't like comic comics. and. Oh, well, and again, if, if you... I don't know. I wouldn't throw this to people that don't like comics because they would be like, what the fuck was the point of this? Right. Yeah. Like, um, this is not a good entry But, comic. like, History of Violence, um, I mean, that movie's great. The book's great, too. Um, and and it, it had that kind of feel. There's no payoff to this. There's no payoff. It, it, there's a supernatural side, but it's almost like you were robbed of it almost. Yes, yes. And but you're, you're also the one that, oh, normal shit. No, you, you bitch about that, too. Normal shit happened, normal shit happened. Oh, wait, it's all fucking wizards and go. You know, yeah, you but have it's, too about late for, it's too late for that stuff. Like, all the all the characters that, it, that they built up are just dead. Right. And that's the end. But, I mean, I mean one, one of my favorite movies of all time is From Dusk Till Dawn, and that's... A fucking normal movie for the first half of it. Right. Then it's like then it just gets vampires. It's vampires, yeah. And that's that's the charm of that movie. Yeah. Because it's and again it kind of lulls you to sleep. Yeah. It's your first time because you think it's just this this crime. This this is like this is like ninety nine percent of it is is not supernatural. And then at the very end when they're rolling credits, they're like, oh by the way, this character was supernatural. It's like if you watch like. Passion of the Christ, and like in the last two seconds, they zoom in on fucking Jesus on the cross, and he fucking opens zombie eyes, and that's and that's it. That's all the payoff you fucking get. And it's like, what the fuck happens next? You you, did, you didn't like that Bruce Willis was dead the whole time, did you? <laughs> that, that's the one of the only good M M Night Shyamalan movies, if if not the only good one. I did not uh, mind the whole uh, glass split uh, Unbreakable series. I felt like that was. I liked a Unbreakable. Thought tied together, they were not bad. But I, I, I mean, look, I've, I've I love seen, success. Did you guys ever fucking see Lady in the Water? Yes. The worst fucking movies I've ever seen in my it's entire. It's probably life. my least favorite the, of the, his. The Village kind of was. No, I liked the Village. Liked you the did? Village. I liked the Village. I did yeah. not like the Village. I, you know what? The Happening. The that happening one. I liked so, the Happening. The Happening was so bad that it's like, it's like the prequels in Star Wars bad, where it's like almost enjoyable to enjoy how bad they were and lady in the water there's nothing good about it it was it was one of the mer- i saw it in fucking theaters i didn't even pay to get in the theater and i fucking watched it and i wanted my money back that's how fucking <laughs> bad that movie was all right on oh. to meteor anything happened in meteor besides dc's debolical uh, i'm saying yeah the guy that played um oh, ralph dibney was yeah hard. hartley sawyer he uh, some, some on, a twi- on a Twitter that he disabled years ago. Did you read the tweets? The, the one I seen was, I, I would. They're like Patrick Bateman level of fucking crazy person tweets, though. I all the only one like, I seen they was were bad. See the two that I seen was the one where he's like, I don't tweet anything even bordering on racism because, uh, Reverend Sharpton would never stop harassing me or something. That was one of the, there were ones where it was like, "Hey girl, I beat the shit out of my dog when I'm upset." Or or it's like um I don't know, there was there was a bunch of screenshots of him and like man, some were like, "This guy's a fucking psychopath." Like crazy person psychopath. No, I didn't see all of them. I just seen that um, he was fired and like the two that they quoted in the article, I'm like, "Wow. Really? We're going to let Jesse Smollett get a fucking paycheck after he paid two Ugandans to beat him up but this guy's so there was more tweets than this those two that there were I saw about 
about 15 or 20 of them. Okay, that, and makes, like, me, that makes me feel a little bit. Some of them were like, holy, who tweets? Like, even if you're like joking, some of them were just like, what the fuck? Like the two I've seen were the, the Al Sharpton one, which I'm like, ha, huh, it's, a, it's a little funny. Because isn't he, he's a stand-up comedian as well, I believe. And then the other one was something like, I'll uh, going into a casting session, maybe I'll get to see some tits or something like that. And I'm like, those were pretty, yeah, again, those like, were like some of the mild, most mild ones. I'm going to see if I can find the other ones. Um, yeah, like those were the only two I've seen, and I'm like, really? They're going to fire them over just those? I figured there had to be more. There, there were a bunch more. I'll, I'll send, if I can fucking find the links to you guys. I was reading them before the podcast, and holy fuck, like, like I said, Patrick Bateman levels of, like, psychopath fucking shit. So... I mean, yes, they were over, what, like seven? I think they were like 2014 to 2012 or whatever. Well, 2012 was the last one. I so see. they were pretty old, and I mean, obviously, I, I'm willing to give anyone a chance to kind of grow out of whatever the fuck stage they were going through, especially over the course of, you know, seven or eight years, but like... But in the world we live in, it doesn't matter how long ago it was, you're still that same person. I mean, I mean sure. We also live in a world where if you don't see the same political views... I need to fucking kill you, and I think you're a racist. I don't know about killing people, but the whole cancel culture kind of is is kind of a big thing right now. So, I mean, he released a statement saying like he apologized for it and everything like that. Yeah, but he I did, mean, he, what um, he said, he wasn't making any, any excuses, but at the same time, they were eight years ago, and he kind of said, yeah, he was in a bad headspace back yeah. then, and since I mean, he's grown from it. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, who knows if if they'll reverse their sort of decision but, on it. But, but yet, you know, um, as long as you have a show on AMC talking about The Walking Dead, you can rape a girl and systematically, <laughs> mentally, and physically abuse her for three years and not get canceled. True story. I, I'm Well, I don't I don't know. I, I don't know the truth, so I'm not going to pass judgment. So. Anything else in media? I don't have anything else. Oh, um, I had something. Uh, oh, yeah. Marvel. DC is hoping... Uh, some higher executives in DC are hoping that with the Snyder cut, it's going to relaunch their shared universe. And apparently they've been in talks with Ben Affleck about reprising that Batman in a shared universe. So they'll have a shared universe and then they'll have the other ones like the Joker movie and all that. I, I couldn't get through that Joker movie. Um, what you don't like that movie? I couldn't it, get it, through it. The first, the first viewing is the best viewing you're gonna get of that. Yeah, I watched I, I it. Got about, I got. I watched about it the other night. It stopped. does not rewatch very well. Yeah. Um. Uh, Marvel will be releasing the free comic book day On comics in in July. I don't think there's a date, a hard date yet. No, but um, because I did see that today. Because, yeah, it just came down today. Um, because those books were going to have something, uh, they were going to be the jumping on points for the 22nd. Yeah. Um, for, uh, cause one of them's the Venom book. Well, the, the, the Spider-Man book, um, Spencer put out free comic book day on the 15th and then he revised and said, no, it's the 22nd. So July 22nd. Is yeah. when they're getting well. That's just the Marvel. That's just the Marvel books right. that yeah, are coming out. For that. Well, that's because of stuff that was coming. That was gonna. Right. Uh, that's coming out for their storylines. You needed that edition, we, we still and got, they're still gonna be free. I was gonna say, are you still doing free? Yeah, they're. I think they're supposed to be free. They're supposed to let us know what's going on next week more, but that just came down today. Um, 
All right. So on He Dead, we're actually going to start off with a She Dead. Uh, Bonnie Pointer of the Pointer Sisters oh. died at 69. Yeah. Um, I guess you lost control. Steve Priest, basis for The Sweet. 72, right? Died at 72. Yeah. I love The Sweet. They're, they were awesome. Um, Rupert Hine, producer, songwriter, recording artist. He did. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, he would have done uh, Presto and um, what what followed Presto with Rush? Uh, Changer. Oh, no, it was. Uh, wait, wait. Roll wait, the wait. Bones. Roll the Bones. Yeah. He, he produced yeah, he both pre- of those. He produced those. Along things, with, yeah. uh, I think, Stevie Nicks' uh, album that came out in the late 90s. Um, it wasn't that funny, Dave. It really no, wasn't. No, Josh is over Barry, here. Josh's reaction is fucking priceless. Bruce J. Friedman uh, died at 90. He was, um, he uh, wrote uh, Splash and, um, oh shit, the uh, Stir Crazy with Richard Pryor and Gene I know Walder. what Stir Crazy is. Okay. All right. Well, just, I wasn't sure you gave me that. Those look. two might not. It was before their time. I know. I know. I know. Um, Mary Pat Gleason. Um, she, she was kind of a big on, like, she was a background character on a bunch of sitcoms. Um, Mom, I think Will and Grace, uh, there's a big list of them, uh, that she was, um, I think she was in, uh, oh, what's the Adam Sandler movie where he's gay with Kevin James or fakes? I now pronounce you, uh, Chuck and Larry. She was in that as well. Um, I think I have all my notables. Speaking of Adam Sandler, do you guys see the uh, Uncut Gems movie yet? Great. I, I thought it was. It. I thought it was terrible. I thought it was terrible too. It was. It was the most needlessly stressful movie because everyone just fucking yells over each other the whole damn time. I mean, Adam Sandler was a did a great job acting, but like, oh man, did we do Richard Hurd last week? Yes, we did. Um, that's why I stopped. I got to him, and it's like, oh, I did him. Yeah, then that's all I got. All righty. Okay, so there is going to be more books next week. There's a much bigger week uh, of books coming out, including what everybody's been waiting for, that Batman 92 with our where we get to finally see the relevance of Punchline. So... Thank you for joining us. Have a great week. I am the Maestro. I'm the Mad Hatter. Jimmy Kimmel almost live. And I'm Josh Presto Chango, right? Be good to each other and be safe.